What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Kirby Smart gets a big payday. Jimbo Fisher addresses NIL and Nick Saban. And we have sit-down interviews with Auburn defensive end Derek Hall and Tennessee DB Trey Flowers. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I am Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. we got plenty to jump into. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. And we start with the big news that came out in the middle of SEC Media Days Day 4. Kirby Smart getting a pay raise after taking Georgia to its first national championship in over 40 years. Kirby Smart agrees to a new 10-year contract that will pay him a record $112.5 million through the 2031 season. According to reports, the $112 million total will be the most ever paid to a college football coach's average salary will be around $11.25 million. That will be tops among all coaches, the school announced. The long-anticipated contract extension, and uh, he will make $10.25 million this season with that salary bumping up to $12.25 by the end of it in 2031. In a statement, Kirby Smart said, This is home for us. Our roots run deep here. My commitment to this school and our football program is unwavering. It's an honor being the head football coach at the University of Georgia. Now, just for contrast, LSU lured Brian Kelly away from Notre Dame. He got a 10-year, $95 million deal. That'll pay him $9 million this year. Jimbo Fisher, of course, agreed to a four-year extension last August. That will pay him $90 million over the next 10 years. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, he's got a 10-year, $93 million deal. And, of course, Nick Saban signed an extension in August, paying him an average of $10.6 million through 2028. So high-paid coaches all over the SEC. Uh, and Jimbo, of course, was one of them, and now he's the highest paid of all of them. Meanwhile, day four at SEC Media Days saw Jimbo Fisher at the podium. And, of course, his stud wide receiver, Anaya Smith, was absent after a recent arrest for multiple charges. A Texas A&M spokesman on Wednesday told the media that Smith had been suspended while Jimbo Fisher was looking into the situation. On Thursday at uh, the podium, Jimbo was asked about Anaya Smith. He said, look, with Anaya, we're gathering all the evidence and things that go on, and then we'll make a comment. We have no comment at this time. Smith was arrested Wednesday by university police on charge of DWI, unlawfully carrying a weapon, and possession of marijuana. So we will see what happens there with Anaya Smith, who was expected to be one of the leaders on this AM football team. Also, Jimbo was asked about Nick Saban at SEC Media Days. He downplayed the back and forth over the NIL. He said, listen, Nick and I are great. Two competitive guys who go at it. We all learn from things we do in our business. We've got two competitive guys on a topic that is very uh, everywhere, as they say. There's no rules with this thing. Where it goes, every state has different laws. I heard a statement he made. The arguments we had in the staff room and on the basketball court and all those things. On the basketball court, we didn't have them. We were always on the same team. So we usually had them against other people. I have great respect for Nick. Unfortunately, our thing went public. Sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing's private anymore, is it? We'll move on from there. So 
Uh, of course, the uh, back and forth between Saban and Jimbo seems to have come to a halt, at least for the time being, with uh, both guys throwing barbs at one another. But uh, was interesting to hear Jimbo at the podium. One more thing, he was asked why he talks so fast. And Jimbo said, look, you got to get your thoughts out. How long do you want to be, be here? I give you lots of information in a short amount of time. I'm a reporter's dream, gum. How could y'all complain about that? Heck, I get you in and get you out. So pretty classic Jimbo Fisher response there to all that stuff. But uh, again, for the time being, sounds like the conflict with Nick Saban has kind of gone by the wayside. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference here from SEC Media Days. Day four, the final day of Tennessee in the house, Auburn in the house. And, of course, Texas A&M. We'll bring you some interviews coming up with Derek Hall, defensive end for Auburn, and Trey Flowers, defensive back for Tennessee in just a little bit. But first, I need to remind you about our friends over at Built Bar from the people who invented healthy and tasty. Comes the latest gift to your taste buds. Probably try the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. Stop drooling. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and delicious. Go check them out right now. Built Bar is made with that collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. And, of course, the Built's, uh, they Built uh, Puffs, they taste amazing. You can enjoy them guilt-free. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing and get to Built.com. Order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. You find them on the website, Built.com. Go to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCK15. That's going to get you 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off at Built.com. Run along here from SEC Media Days, and it is Auburn Day here, and a uh, pleasure now to be catching up with Derek Hall of the Auburn Tigers, the pride of Gulfport, Mississippi. My uncle used to have a, go a condo down in Gulfport. Not bad growing up so close to the beach, right? Oh, no, I love it. I love it. Um, it's The lifestyle down there is, is, is completely different. Um, just coming to Auburn and not being able to have the access to the beach and, you know, just going and doing uh, just from a, a, a big city like Goport to a small college town like Auburn, uh, I would say the transition was tough, but it was different. So, but being from there, I mean, I love my city, I love my town, and the people love me. So, Katrina wiped out some of my favorite spots. I know you're a little young, but Fun yeah. Time USA was the spot. They had bumper boats, mm -hmm. and and then Wet Willie's Water Slide was next door. I used to go to that, but Katrina wiped them both out. So, how old are you? Uh, I'm 21. Okay. I was. Four and a half, almost Man. five when Katrina hit. So you missed, you missed the best parts of Gulfport. They yeah. got wiped out. Yeah. Uh, coming into your fourth year at Auburn, man, your money year, how much do you feel like you elevated your game last season? Uh, I feel like I did pretty well. Um, just I took that next step last year in my development as far as technique and physicality and uh, endurance. So now this year is, is, is basically focusing on the small things, like the small details to help, you know, turning a missed tackle to a tackle or half a tackle to a full tackle or a pressure to a sack, whether that be hips here, a toe turn here, a run, run, reach here. So it's just a small thing that I have to hold in on and take my game to the next level. Yeah, monster season last year with the nine sacks, three in the Iron Bowl alone. I had Colby Wooden on the show uh, just last week, and he said he'd never cried after a football game, but he said he did after that one. And that's yes. just one of those that's it's going to stick with you. You're going mm -hmm. to get over you're going to play other games, but it's just one of those that will kind of always stick in your mind, right? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Um, after that one, I, I played – almost every single snap 
Um, and then after that four overtimes, putting all that effort, that hard work, and that exhaustion into that game just to lose it. Um, and I, I wouldn't say just to lose it, but to put all that in and, and lose that game, yeah. it, it hurts. And I, I just, I mean, Dana, Dana thought I broke my, you know, like, they get everybody custom helmets uh, yeah. after a while. So uh, Dana said he thought I split my helmet on because that's how hard I hit. And I just, wow. like, I, I just took a knee on the field and I just cried. I mean, it's, it's some, that is a hard, hard game to lose, especially when you put all that time and effort. You go into four overtimes and you playing in the Iron Bowl. I mean, it was, it was tough. Yeah, it's a cliche, but, like, literally leaving it all out on the field, you can't, oh, yeah. couldn't have done much more, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about your new D.C. Uh, Coach Schmetting so far. What do you like about Coach Schmett? Uh, I love Coach Schmett, um, just how detailed he is. Uh, you know, he loves football, and, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of us be like, what's up, Coach? And the first thing you say, hey, uh, so what about this? And it's kind of it's kind of different because all he talks about is football. But mm -hmm. when from the aspect of the game, I mean, what more could you want? Because he's so focused on helping us win and help us move in that right direction. I mean, he just couldn't actually better. Coach Harson's always going to be involved in, in the offense some way, but Coach oh, yeah. Keesaw taking over. You're seeing more wrinkles and more elements of the offense? Uh, I've seen different schemes uh, as far as the offense, like different different route combinations and things like that, but I really don't know all the ins and outs. I'm just going off what they did last year against us in, in spring and fall and practicing and then what they did in the spring to us this year. So there are definitely a few changes, but there isn't anything crazy special that um, – that I haven't picked up on, and if there is, you know, I'm really not going to say anyway. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to keep company keep it confidential. Secrets. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of noise this off season. Both coordinators leaving, some guys hit the transfer portal, some disparaging stories about Coach Harson. But it seems like a lot of that noise is settled now. Now oh, it's yeah. just about football. Uh, I know Colby said this a few weeks ago, but he said, "Look, I love Coach Harson. Um, why do you love Coach Harson? I love everything about the man, uh, the character, peace, just the man that he is." Uh, the work that he puts in, um, the way that he carries himself in this program. He moving us, everybody in the right direction. He puts in a lot of work, whether that's on the field or off the field. I mean, he runs decks with us. He lifts with us. I mean, he does every little – every run that we do, he's doing it with us. And, uh, I mean, you can't ask for much more than a coach that's actually doing the work that you're doing. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's asking you to do something that he isn't doing. And, I mean, you can't respect that much more. Um, so, I mean, I love Coach Harris. He does a great job, and I couldn't ask for a better head coach. I think Colby said – he, he loves him because he cares so much. He and, does, yes. You know. He cares a lot about this team, and, and that's what I mean. I mean, he just – his overall thought process, like even after the, the adversity that we went through, he came back day one ready to work. Like, hey, guys, like, you know, he, he, he addressed the situation, all the adversity that we faced. And then after that, it's like, hey, guys, okay, we got to get to work. I mean, he cares about this program near and dear. I mean, he don't want to be anywhere else. He said only, only time he's leaving is if he gets fired or if he retires. He don't plan on leaving <laughs> Harvard. So, I mean, Coach Hartson loves this program, and he's, he, he's a man. What would you see out of the quarterbacks? I know uh, Zach was a little banged up with the shoulder injury and all that, uh, but TJ was out there. What did you see from the quarterbacks in the spring? Right. Um, the, the, the quarterbacks look really good. I mean, TJ is a well-owned machine right now. Uh, Zach is back. He's throwing in PRPs. He's moving around. So, I mean, this is going to be a great competition come camp. Those guys are getting after it. They're battling. Uh, but they're also supporting each other. You know what I mean? It's not just like a hate, like, oh, I want you to do bad for me to do well. No. Right. I mean, they're, they're supporting each other, but they're battling. They know – they know what's at stake right now, and that's and that's the starting quarterback job. So they're battling day in and day out, and and you know who, whoever Coach Harris and Coach Keesaw see fit to take that position, then I feel like we're in good hands. And no rush to name a starter. Right, Let no. the best man win and right. take it down to the wire if you have to. Right. Uh, a little bit on you. I saw in high school you played basketball. You ran track. Were you yes. always just one of those all do it all athletes? Yes, I was. Ever since I started football, I did basketball. 
and um, track came along in middle school, and I've, I've been doing, I, I did every three up until my senior year, and then I stopped playing those and focused on football, and it's carried me this far. And that speed helps coming off oh, the yeah. edge, right? Yes, sir, it does. <laughs> I also saw you were in the French club, Parlez-vous Francais? Yes, Jimmy Pell, Jimmy Pell, Derek. Yes, yes, bonjour. <laughs> I was just in Paris, and that made me like I had to go research all yes. my old French to to rehash. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Like you said, yes, I, though you have to say we. Oui. That's the we. Oui, uh, <laughs> but like it's not French. Isn't it? Isn't my go-to. Like I can have a simple conversation, but I would have to sit there and think. Like right, what is he saying? <laughs> and then okay, give me fifteen seconds to respond to you in French. But yeah. I mean, it isn't that bad. I was better reading it, yeah, speaking that, it, and having conversations. Yeah. I can read it. Yeah. Um, you were in the construction club too. I saw. What is yes. the construction club? Yes. Yeah, so construction. Um, so at, at Goport, we have it like culinary construction, automotive. It's it's just teaching you a trade, just in case oh, you really don't cool. want to go into uh, college. And um, every kid has to do it. It's a university requirement. And um, we got into it, and uh, I built a tiny house. And after <laughs> that, I mean, I've been making serious money since. Like, wow. I, I go home every summer, and I work for this lawyer. Uh, she went to Ole Miss. But, yeah, oh, okay, uh, whatever. Well. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, she pays it really well. And um, I went home and I built I built a tiny house for her, like a butterfly house. And I put it up by myself, laid the concrete. I, mean, wow. I did everything myself. So the things that you learn like that, I mean, s- some people take it for granted, but it's very beneficial when you really think of it and, and, and you get down to digging into it and you start using it for, for compensation. What I like about that is there's no special treatment there. If she went to Ole Miss and she's yeah. paying you, it's really about the work you do. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's definitely about the work that you do. She isn't – she's – um because the, the way I met her was I was looking for work, mm-hmm. and she messaged my mom, and the first day I worked for her, she went down and, like, she sat me down. She was like, okay, so what are you doing? What are you in college for? Like, you play football. Okay, are you going to graduate? Like, all this because I'm not going to let you work for me if you're not going to be successful. And that wow. was her biggest thing because, I mean, she's very successful. She she was a city judge in St. Louis, Mississippi for wow. the longest. And uh, shout out to Missy Lee's Dino. <laughs> you're, uh, you're a big guy, though. I can't imagine you living in a tiny house. No, I, I, I definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. It's not my forte. Um, but, you know what I mean? I mean, to each his own. And, uh. Tiny houses do look nice, though. I mean, yeah. they look really nice. But she, she stored butterflies in it, so she have a little uh, cocoons and all that stuff in there. That's really cool. I, uh, I heard you're a big hunter and a fisherman. So when you're not on the football field, is that what you're doing? Uh, fishing, yes. I'm, I'm just getting into freshwater fishing. So I've been in Auburn four years, never freshwater. I'm a saltwater guy. Okay. But too much, I really can't hunt um, because just because of nature of the beast. I mean, I'm way in Auburn. Hunt land in Nassau, Mississippi. I really don't have the opportunity to go home and go hunting like that, especially because hunting season during football, so yeah. I don't have the opportunity. But most of the time, if I'm not on the football field, I spend most of the time on my truck. I love trucks. Wow. So I spend a lot of time working on my truck and doing little stuff here and there. Oh, so you soup it up a little bit? Oh, yeah, it's big. <laughs> it's big. You can ask Tanker Shank talk to you. Just, just ask him about it. That's cool. What's the biggest fish you caught? Oh, man, I caught a 32-inch redfish. Nice. Yeah, so it, it was a pretty Did big you fish. Yeah, you got to eat it. He's been gone. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Hall, uh, thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you, and, uh, and go get it, huh? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. We'll have more after this. Run along here from SEC Media Days and Tennessee Day, catching up with defensive back from the Tennessee Vols. He is senior defensive back, number one, fifth season on Rocky Top. Trey Flowers, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Fifth season there. Are you you the old man in the group now? Uh, I'm one of them. There's, there's, there's a couple of us, but 
I'm definitely one of those guys. One of those old heads. <laughs> are there like the? Do you look down like the incoming freshman? You look at them like God, these kids I, are so young. Yeah, man. I, I look down like. I look at him like, dang, I used to be there. I, to, I was just 18 years old. Now I'm four years older than them guys. It's crazy. Let's start with your thoughts on Coach Heupel. You, you got what you guys were able to do in year one. You've been through a couple of coaches now. What was it about Coach Hype that got you guys to buy in and really start to turn this thing around so quickly? Oh, man, he was bought in on us. Uh, and he and he shows that really well. Uh um, when any anytime you go to war, or you go into any battle or something. Um, if your if your head man willing to go to war with you on in off the field, take care of you, love you, uh, that's only gonna make you go harder for him man, and buy in more. And he's definitely made us want to do it more, want to play more, want to learn more, want to grow more, elevate more in every aspect. So it's all it's all just starts with with how he how he carries himself and how he communicates with us. I read a lot of the preseason magazines and all this kind of stuff. And look, some people know what they're talking about. Some people don't. Uh, some of the things I've read, though, is, you know, some people have concerns about the, Kentucky, the Tennessee secondary. When you hear something like that, I mean, is it just one of those, do you, do you use that as motivation or do you just say, man, they don't know what they're talking about? No, nah, no, nah, you, uh, you, you, you can't literally really listen to the outside noise, man. You got to all kind of block that out. But don't just block it out completely. You kind of got to. You kind of got to have a, a hunger about you to make it push you to to, to prove everybody wrong, you know. And uh, just just I mean, we we us in the DB group, we love it, man. We know we got we know how how good we are, how talented we can be. So man, that that that, none, that doesn't do anything but motivates us to to be a better group, uh, to be better players in every aspect, man. And, but for the most part, man, we kind of try to block that out and just go in day by day get one percent better um one degree better is what we go by um and every day just just come in and work and stay where our two feet are when you read the box score for that kentucky game last year it was wild uh is that the wildest thing you've seen from a game that you guys still won yeah that's that's definitely that's definitely one of the one of the (laughs) one of those games that the breaks went our way uh it ain't been too many but right since I've been here, but that's one of those games that the breaks finally went our way. Your, your defense was near the top of the list of tackles for loss last season, but at times it was like you guys just couldn't get off the field. What has right. Coach Banks done to kind of stress that this year? Um, it, it, it really just comes down to, to how much have we prepared, um, how have we trained, what habits have we built. So when it, when, when it comes down to third downs and, and – uh, important moments is it's all about um you relying on your training um you're tired you're exhausted come to game time like it, it's hard to think normal so it's basically just like um how is your body going to react and your body's going to react to what you've done over the off season how you trained with attention to details have you paid into so if you if you paid attention to all the details and been accountable come third down or whatever the case may be we're going to execute the uh like I said, the defense was, I think, like the the most underrated part of the defense to me is, is your front guys up there from Byron Young, Tyler Barron, and those guys. What did you see from those pass rushing guys in the uh, in the spring? Oh, man, just hunger. They want it. They, they want to be the best. They want to be the greatest. And they, they show it every day. They come in to work. They bring the same energy. 
And, and man, that, that doesn't do nothing but but trickle effect to the whole team. Uh, we all love it. And it's, it, it, it honestly, that's the trenches, man. It start up front. Whatever they can do, we can do better in the back end for them. And we can all we can all execute. We can all do really great things this year. I talked with Hendon a few weeks ago, and he said he's been working on those little things in his game to to get better. What have you seen from Hendon? Oh man, Hendon's been amazing, man. He, he's just one of those guys, like you said, who, who always wants to get better. Um, Henning can probably go out there and throw 30 for 30 with 3,000 yards and five touchdowns and be in there the next day uh, ready to work to, 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 to see where he messed up on. That's just one of those guys that, that wants to be great, man. Like I keep talking about this hunger thing. He's hungry for it. He really wants it. Real quick, one last one. Your old roommate is gone now off to the NFL, Alante Taylor. Who's your new roommate? Cedric Tillman. Okay. It's <laughs> a good guy to, well, to well, room well, with, well, huh? What's crazy, though, me, Alante, and Cedric, we've been roommates from freshman year <laughs> when, we was, when we was on campus in the dorm. So, yeah, we've been roommates, man. Those guys are like my best friends. That's like the best guy to work with, right? Like yeah. you can t- take tips off each yeah, other and yeah, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He is Trey Flowers. Man, go, best of luck to you guys this year. Thanks so much for taking some time, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, more after this. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. My thanks to all our guests all week long at SEC Media Days. We even got some we have not included on the podcast yet, so we'll have those for you in the coming days to weeks. Great, great conversations, including catching up with Ronnie Brown, Auburn running back, uh, Brad Nessler, CBS uh, commentator who does all the SEC games of the week. also conversation with Coach David Cutcliffe, sharing some old stories from his Tennessee and Ole Miss days. So some great, great stories coming your way over the next couple of weeks here on SEC Media Days. But signing off from what was another great event here in Atlanta with SEC Media Days, I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great podcasts. With some of our other great guys are here, like the Locked on Auburn podcast with Zach Blackerby. Locked on Vols with Eric Kane. Uh, tons of great content. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Go check it out right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys very soon. <laughs>